Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann. Brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Timbold's back on the hardwood for the first time, Jim, since the previous two-game losing streak was ended and some, uh, you know, comments by their head coach that made it seem like there's maybe something going on there with the two losses. And they kind of straighten the ship. They, they can play better than they did last night, but that was a lot better than the previous. Yeah, frankly, it wasn't great defense throughout. Did enough defensively to beat a team they should beat. Yep. And they were good offensively. Anthony Edwards is really dynamic. Um, you know, Finch really just thinks, you know, he thinks Anthony is still a young guy who can, he can do everything. So trying to figure out what to do when is still going to be the process mm-hmm. that they're working through. But, you know, when he makes the right decision, he's kind of unstoppable. Towns was very good offensively last night. Uh, Gobert was very dominant inside, and that was enough to beat a bad team. Finch also clarified that when he was ripping the team after Towns' 62-point performance, he wasn't ripping on Towns. He was ripping on defense and ball movement, mm-hmm. not ripping on, um, you know, he was not criticizing Towns. Yeah, that's what it, I, I kind of thought, but there was some nuance in there that people kind of ran with yeah. a little bit, I thought. Uh, so listen to the national media. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, so uh, uh, he, he talked about Ant and Cat, and he did say it, even finding each other once in a while. Does he think that maybe they should find each other a little more when they have the ball? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, Towns, is, Towns assists on Gobert all the time. Mm-hmm. He really looks for Gobert. He's been... Do it, trying to do that ever since Gobert arrived. Um, Anthony, this year, looks for Gobert way more than he did last year, and he's been very successful passing to him. And, and Carl, you know, different sizes, different positions, different ages, but really they're kind of the same offensive player in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both can shoot the three. They, they both want to either shoot an open three or drive it on you and either score or get fouled. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that's what they want to do. They're both capable of making lane shots and tough two-pointers and the other shots, but those, those are the bread-and-butter plays. Mm-hmm. Either shoot the open three or drive it and make something good happen. And so I don't think there's any – I think they really like each other. I think they support each other. But they don't really gel perfectly as an offensive duo just because they're both trying to do the same thing. Boy, that's a, I had not thought about that before. They really are very similar offensively in what they're trying to do. They look completely different doing it, of course, because of their size differentials and different athletic abilities, but, but they really are kind of very similar offensively. I hadn't considered that before. Yeah, and, and Towns is probably an even better three-point shooter than, than Edwards. I actually didn't check their numbers lately, yeah. but I think Edwards will continue to get better at that. And they both, they both have the same challenge. They're both capable of shooting three-pointers at any time. They're both capable of driving into the teeth of defense any time. So deciding what to do when, when's the right time to take the shot, when's the right time to drive it, it it's still a, it, it's still an evolution for both of them. And they both are capable of getting the wrong thought in their head and becoming less efficient because of it. Uh, I, you know, I've honest, I haven't paid much attention to the Brooklyn Nets, who they're they're playing tonight. Of course, they had the the Russian oligarch that owned them for a while. I can't remember his name, but but he's moved off from the team now, hasn't he? Honestly, I haven't checked yeah. on that in a while. I guess I really what, don't. I guess why I'm saying this is because I don't even know where the Nets are right now. First, they bring in Durant and Kyrie, and then they get rid of them, and they've had coaching changes. It's really an organization that's been you know, uh, in flux for the, the last several years, it seems. And, and to me, I love it. I love the fact that I mean, Brooklyn's basically, it, Brooklyn is New York. 
It's mm-hmm. a New York team with a beautiful arena uh, and an attractive place to live. And they tried going the star route, and it didn't work because just having stars isn't enough in this league. Mm-hmm. You have you have stars that play well together, play well within a system, are unselfish, want to stick around, and that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, but don't worry, Ben Simmons is going to turn it all around whenever he starts playing again. <laughs> what what a mercurial guy he he turned out to be, and and some thought that to be the case. But when you have a six ten point guard, you're going to try and give him uh, every chance. But uh, Joseph Sai now owns the Brooklyn Nets, yeah, uh, he right. a, uh, ch- vice chair of Alibaba. So that was in 2019 he took over. So uh, anyway, so it's kind of a, a you know back to back. Kindly hasn't played the last couple of games. An illness, I think, is what it was last night. Have you heard? Will he be in the lineup tonight? Haven't heard yet. Um, I would. I, I just. I have no idea how to guess. Uh, yeah, he. Yeah. They said it was rest two games ago, and then it was illness last night. Obviously, that he might have something going through the team. Edwards was sick. Uh, you know, the night that Town scored sixty-two. I, I don't know how to project whether Conley's going to play or not. But you know, they did win without him last night, um, and they're a better team with him. It might serve them well to learn how to play without him, mm-hmm. just in case. Sure. Uh, let's, uh, so tonight, 630, we have, uh, we have hockey tonight here on KWL. I'm no, uh, so uh, did you see, uh, uh, kind of what your guy, Ben Gessling, uh, was a guest yesterday and, and he said he believes that if the Vikings draft a quarterback, it's going to have to be somebody they love and that they would actually consider trading up and uh, getting one of the top three rather than kind of taking one where they are. We all kind of feel a little bit like they're in a little bit of a middle ground right now in the quarterback class drafting at 11, aren't they? They are. Uh, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, and and Drake May are going to be the first three picks. They might go one, two, three. Yeah. If they're not one, two, three, they're probably all top five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, the Vikings loved Anthony Richardson and really had no chance to go up and get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do think they're going to be aggressive, and I do, don't think they're going to settle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, so the real question is, how does the evaluation process go? If they think that Michael Penix or J.J. McCarthy or Bo Nix is going to be a really good quarterback and they can get him at 11, well, that does simplify things. Mm-hmm. If they really believe that one of those top three is way better than the next three, then you can try to trade up, but, man, it's going to cost you a lot. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you nail it, great. Nobody's ever going to criticize you or worry about it if you spent extra draft picks and you got – your franchise quarterback for the next five, ten years. But, man, if you if you trade up and you miss, then you are going to be in the tank for a long time. And a bit of an issue for the Vikings in trading up to do that is they only have six picks this year. So they, it's not like yep. they have a wealth in the – they don't have a lot of draft picks in their bank account from which to trade. No, and, and moving up might cost them this year's number one and next year's number one. And if you do that – you better be really confident that you're going to be a good team. That you're going to be trading. That you're going to be trading the 25th pick in the draft, not the third pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I suppose you know we don't know what will happen, of course. But you know Lamar Jackson was uh, drafted the last pick of the first round when they traded up to get him. Now I don't know that JJ McCarthy or Michael Penix or or Bo Nix is the next Lamar Jackson. I'm not trying to say that, but we could see him do that too if they don't if they aren't able to get up in the top three. Yes, that is another definite possibility because. 
you know, you know mock drafts are going to evolve and, and might be, end up being dead wrong anyway, but they are interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. And Piper put out his first big one, and mm-hmm. he had the Vikings taking a cornerback at 11, a cornerback yeah. at 11, yep. and having every, all these teams making a big run on receivers and defenders uh, with an occasional offensive lineman throw it, or tight end thrown in. And they really had the three first, three first quarterbacks going right away. McCarthy going somewhere around ten, mm-hmm. and then no other quarterbacks being drafted in the first round. Yeah. So again, if you if your evaluation is, you might be able to trade up to thirty two or thirty one, and get a guy you think is as good as you know Drake May. And, and that's the interesting thing. Drake, I don't know that Drake May is going to be a good NFL quarterback. My, Mitchell know? Trubisky wasn't. I know, and yeah. and he seems so much. I, I hate to stereotype people by where they played. Yeah. But he looks so much like Trubisky only probably a little more of a pocket passer, but he also had some really bad games mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's really risky. They, they, you know, they might look at – listen, I think my guess is that the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams first, and, and nobody's going to be able to trade to get that. Yeah. So the question is, let's say Jaden Daniels is their guy. Mm-hmm. Can you trade – what does it take to trade up to two, and are you sure enough about Jaden Daniels that it's worth two, dra- two first-round graphics or whatever it's going to cost? Yep, that's why Quasi gets the big money to figure that out, yeah. and, and and if they decide to do that or not, uh, it's going to be fascinating. Up until then, sometime in March, we'll find out what their plans are for Kirk Cousins uh, too. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at Five Sports, uh, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Cardinal hockey coming up. Rambo pregame coverage at seven.